0: Oh, hey. Welcome to the penultimate episode of The Space Between Presents, I Saw a Tiger. I'm your host, Danny, and joining me, I have the cherry to my ice cream sundae, Sarah Burns. Hello. Hi. I also have the star lord to my rocket raccoon, Dan Cole. That's right. And the Pepto-Bismol to my hangover, Tim France.
1: Hey.
0: Hey. (laughs) Hello. Thanks so much for joining us. We're here to really get elbow deep into episode seven of Netflix's smash hit, Tiger King. Getting all up in there. Nitty gritty. Yeah. Just how we like it. Yeah, that's what we do here. That's what we're known for. So episode seven was called Dethroned, or as Dan said when we first started the episode, more like declawed. (laughs) (laughs) See,
2: it was funny. I got some
0: It was funny, yeah.
2: Pretty sure you just rolled my eyes at me. You rolled your eyes at me last night
0: absolutely rolled my eyes at you at that. Yeah, but I wrote it down, so I thought it was funny.
2: I saw you writing it after I said it, and I was like, yeah.
0: Just taking my little notes. I had a good one. Yeah. One good one. It's my, my one for the week. <laughs> that's your contribution. Can go to yeah. Bed? Thanks, Dan. All right. See you guys later. Your, your work here is done. Dust your hands off. <laughs> See ya. Close the book. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, thanks for that, at least. So the opening scene... We've got Joe and his boys, as I wrote it down, because you see Travis and John Finley. They're like having fun at a carnival, like winning carny games, which I feel like it's very ironic that they are very carny looking and they're winning the carny games. But, you know, it seems so normal and so happy. And I just wish that that for Joe, I wish that that was just his life. And I think that that's what he would have wanted as well. And I think at
3: the end of the last episode too, that's what he's going for. Like he's moved some of his tigers and some of his stuff, and he's just like, "I'm done now." Like he looked, I don't know. I'm
0: gonna start fresh. Yeah. And Yeah. yeah, and I feel like that was definitely Eric Good, the filmmaker, his way of just really setting up the contrast with Joe's life now, where he's in jail. They keep making all of these connections to, like, you know why animals die in cages? Because their soul dies, and then Joe's in a cage, and, like, it's all full circle in a way. But it's so sad, and I want to know, do you guys think that Eric Good included these scenes or cut them the way that he did intentionally to make the audience sympathize for Joe? For sure. Yeah?
3: Yeah. Yeah. To humanize him a little bit.
0: Mm -hmm. Because I feel like he could easily have been portrayed in this whole thing as a villain, 100%. Oh, yeah, for sure. (laughs) You know, they could have seen him they could have made him seem way more predatory. What?
2: He, he say he's like a villain, but I can't help but think like, like Starscream's a villain. <laughs> like he's just kind of incompetent. <laughs> you failed me for the last time, Joe Exotic. <laughs> <laughs> or like the Shredder from the original Ninja Turtles cartoon where he's just like a bumbling fool most of the time. Yeah.
0: Like it's that almost like endearing, right? It's yeah. like oh, he's trying so hard to be bad, but he's just not good at it. Right? <laughs> he's really good
4: at fraud,
0: yeah, and embezzlement. Yeah,
2: those are his. Those are his. I, uh, I wouldn't say he's really good at it because he got caught
3: like immediately.
0: Well, I guess so, but that, he did it. That's what he dabbled in.
3: I mean, yeah. Jeff Lowe came back like the first day, stopped by the bank, and they were like, "Hey, just so you know."
4: <laughs> <laughs> like, oh shit. <laughs> Well, thanks,
0: They Betsy. just didn't have
3: his phone number. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I just think
4: he, he's writing his name, and he's like, oh, wait, I can't use Joe. Joseph. <laughs> 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 and, that, and that way, you know, you got away
0: with it. Uh, then the next scene, it shows in Thackerville, Oklahoma. Mm. Mm-hmm. When that first popped up, I was Great like, name. what the hell is this now? Like, is this where the new husband is hiding out or whatever? No, that's the site of the new zoo. We find out Jeff Lowe... Partners with Tim Stark, who hasn't really been much of a key player in this up until this episode really. He's had right. little like anecdotal things to add to the story, but nothing like really concrete. But we find out what he does bring to the new zoo is about two to three million dollars worth of equipment and animals. Yeah, just so a little it's just, side yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: So I was surprised by that pairing that they would work together. I yeah, don't know.
2: So where'd Tim Stark come from? Like boom, he's there, yeah.
0: Huh. And isn't his original place in like Indiana or Ohio, or yeah. something?
2: It's pretty remember. far away.
3: Yeah, I, I have no idea how so the Midwest works at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're either ten minutes away from Texas or like four <laughs> states away, but fifteen minutes. So like, yeah. I don't, I don't get it. it also, makes sense. They're just to me. all
4: a bunch of balding older white men oh my god. with white hair and facial hair. Oh it's my really god! Hard
3: I mean, uh, <laughs> there is well, Jeff's one always point. Got the bandana and the hat. That's true.
0: Always. And I noticed in this episode, his hair that I mentioned, like you can see it. So yeah, it's like giving the illusion. Cues. He's got yeah. those curly cues, which then yeah. when Joe was going on a date with Dylan a couple episodes ago, he was like, I got to get the curls out. Those are my sex appeal. <laughs> so then I was, oh
3: God. It leads back to <laughs> Joe Exonic wants to fuck Joe. Oh, Jeff. There's too many, <laughs> too, many many J's. too many Too many J
0: names. Oh God. So I was really surprised by that pairing. But I mean, They've established early on that there's this whole network and all of these people know each other. And one way or another, they're interconnected through some kind of business deal. So,
3: usually from Joe selling them tigers. Right. (laughs) It seems like.
0: (laughs) What's the common denominator? (laughs) Joe. They switch to a scene where Dylan is driving and he's talking on the phone with Joe. He's really trying to boost Joe's morale. Joe is having a really hard time in jail. He obviously hates it there. I mean, it's not you know a luxury hotel or a spa it really sucks dylan says that they have those talks three times a day every day that is an
4: insane amount of communication even from jail right even
3: from i mean when you have no friends at this point everything's been taken away you have a husband that at least legitimately it feels like it's probably a real husband this time yeah yeah and you get three calls a day
4: well after meals i'm thinking in context of my life like i have friends and stuff outside of my relationship oh so right like, mm-hmm. oh right i know like a job it's crazy yes. I,
3: I have a particular <laughs> friend that calls probably nine to fifteen times a day oh, um oh. and it, it can be you know, i just it can hate be a
0: lot i just hate answering the phone ever same yeah. i don't
4: mind it. it depends on who it is
0: yeah that's okay. true All that's right. true just
4: silence for a second
0: no i was thinking because i feel bad because i missed a call from tim <laughs> but that was because i was putting felix down for a nap that makes yeah. sense. So that's why I didn't, because I would answer if it was one of you guys. Yeah. I
3: realized the last time I had called you too, by the way, I had to take the star six, seven out of the front of your number because that blocks my number from calling you, oh, which is when what? I called you three years, two years ago, when I was trying to convince her to let you buy Rising Sun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was great. That worked. We played
2: it like twice. We've played yeah. it a lot more than twice. Yeah, Maybe three times. Yeah,
0: probably. But when it's an eight-hour game, yeah,
2: that was because we were learning it.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. You could no, it's probably a,
3: do it. No, that was a, a hard six and a half to seven. <laughs> so You could do it in a quick three hours if you knew a what you were actually doing. Three
0: hours. Don't tempt me.
2: I mean, it takes an hour to set up. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> to get all the pieces out. I wonder, too, if he has that much like communication available to him because at this point he's only in county jail. He hasn't gone to federal prison yeah, yet. Yeah, because he hasn't yeah.
3: had his court date yet.
0: Right. So do you think that Dylan is like genuine in all of this? Like he's he really yeah, I do. Yeah. There's nearly
3: no doubt in my mind that it's real. Yeah. Yeah. He
0: um, seems like he genuinely so likes him, which is
4: so nice compared to the indifference mm-hmm. Travis and
0: John. Right. Right. Seemed like John. seemed like a good idea at the time.
2: Yeah, I took yeah. a sense husband? motive test while we were watching that scene and he he was very
3: genuine. Yeah. Yeah, I passed. What'd you roll? Natural twenty. Oh. <laughs> okay well i mean you heard her here first we have a confirmation at least
0: yep absolutely confirmed the dice don't lie so whatever why why would they they show photos after that phone conversation of joe's house after the feds searched it and his house is wrecked it's completely destroyed you know furniture upended and ruined stuff like that but the feds do find bones of big cats on joe's property that apparently he shot and so they add 19 new wildlife charges to it. Only and
3: five were for the euthanized tigers. Right,
0: right. Yeah. 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 The A lot rest were, for like, our.
2: their conditions, and selling them. It was mostly selling.
0: Right, because there were two counts for the murder for hire, mm-hmm. right? And then the five tigers, so it's seven, and then so the other... I mean, you
3: see the list, like, specifically, and I'm really surprised they showed this, of the dates of the sales of the tigers mm-hmm. and exactly who they went to. Yeah. I stopped it very briefly and I was like, that's ah, a bunch of fucking zoos or whatever, but mm-hmm. like certainly all right there.
0: Right. So at that point he's looking at 79 years in federal prison. Yeah.
3: They were threatening him with that. a maximum yeah. sentence. Right. Maximum officers. sentence.
0: But still that's when you're looking to get someone to take a plea deal and you come at them with 79 years.
3: Right. That's crazy.
0: You know, that's motive. I think for me, to plead out. Yeah. But I don't know. And he does admit to shooting five of the tigers on the grounds. He said that they were sick and that he had to. What do we think about this as a way of euthanizing an animal to shoot it in the head?
3: The, f- the first time I saw this, I was yeah. super upset by it. When you think about the numbers of tigers that he's had and sold, five is an incredibly small number. That yeah. is true. Uh, incredibly small. Less than 1%. So I would have to assume that if his explanation was that they were sick or something was wrong... I mean, by the numbers, that certainly seems like it's realistic. Yeah. It probably seems way under do you uh, think what it it's, should
0: be. Do you think it's possible that they've only found five?
3: I 100% think that that is certainly possible. Yeah. Or that they were cremated or that they were, you know, um, there's a n- mm-hmm. number of ways, you know, besides right. burying them on his property, that I'm sure he could have gotten rid of them. But yeah. the fact that they only found five, and you saw them tearing that place fucking mm-hmm. up.
0: Yeah. yeah, Yeah, it was crazy. Do you think,
4: do we know how are normally supposed to euthanize a tiger like you're supposed to take it to a vet and have it a checkup and all these things
0: i think that you can do some kind of like chemical thing joseph like there's would... only
2: two ways either with an injection or shoot him in the head right? right which i mean
0: yeah
4: i guess i'm wondering because they're an endangered species what kind of red tape do you have to go through to get to that point right and so if
0: and we know that they didn't have a lot of like vet activity no. at the park i mean yeah. it's all super expensive and they tried to you know diy it as much i wonder mm-hmm. if they had pinterest boards set up
2: <laughs> because he said at one <laughs> earlier episode they're talking about charges that could be filed against him he was saying like you know we have all we've done all this vet work on in the park without a vet mm-hmm. without a license on they, camera they could be yeah nailed for that right. um like big animal vets are expensive because mm-hmm. there's very few of them and right. it's a really tough job because you're trying to treat this patient that you can't talk to right yeah.
0: and that will eat your face if, if it's a tiger you have yeah. too cold of a stethoscope and say so large know?
2: animal veterinarians usually take care of like horses right yeah they're probably not gonna eat your face but you never know
0: huh. horses
2: be can one be one of those nasty. horses right. i
0: love them and they're, they're usually scare great scare me but you
4: know <laughs> It's so great.
3: It's yeah, keep your mouth closed, and you're almost a perfect animal. It's when they open that fucking mouth that it's like, ah, shit. We still talking about horses? What? Oh, uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> I would never say that about John Finley. Oh, oh, I know. Poor
0: John Finley. Oh.
4: Uh, we can talk about him later <laughs> we can yeah we will my point in saying is is it morally dubious yeah but if the end result is a painless death for the tiger right i know i'm like oh it's a little yep. gray like i'm not sure how to feel about it
2: i can't help but think like would they have been in that condition if they had lived in better conditions of the zoo right we like, don't, know. They don't know if ever
3: really particularly all that bad they talk about one point there being the meat truck slowing down a little bit. Right. But that was it. True. But
2: even <laughs> Joe says at one point he talks about the chimpanzees near the end where it's Ugh. like they were. That, that part with, was rough. Yeah. That was hard that to was watch. That was so sad. Yeah. even he realized what he did was wrong. Mm-hmm. It's like I kept them apart for 10 years. But that just boggled my mind. Like, why, why were they in separate cages completely? But
0: like, like next to each other. Right? Probably like, to give them more
3: room. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it was necessarily a. But you just take out the separating wall of Eh. wire mesh.
0: Yeah. I I wonder if that was, like, a big turning point. Like, with him talking about that, I wonder if that was a big turning point for him to realize, like, this is not how I intended for this to start out, you know?
3: I certainly think so. Yeah. I mean, especially when you see the timeline of what goes on, and it's just wild shit after wild shit. Mm -hmm. When he finally slows down, he's like, I've got these two tigers now, and he... He brought the the chimpanzees to that other preserve. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, he's realizing a lot of the stuff that he was doing. Right. And, yeah, probably it came crashing down on him all at once.
0: I think it's really easy to get, like, caught up in that, like, with the money and, you know, everything that they showed going on at the park. It looked like they were all having fun. Yeah. You know, as we move on in this episode and we see some of uh, the workers' reactions to what happened with Joe, part of me was like, yeah, but... Even when he was, like, threatening Carol, you seemed to be having fun on his reality show when he was, like, shooting the blow-up doll. Like, there was never any kind of look of, like, oh, wow, maybe this isn't what we should be doing. Like, everybody looked like they were having fun. They were blowing shit up. People were doing drugs, whatever. You got to hang out with animals Mm -hmm. and really get to know them on a more personal level. So it didn't look like that bad of a time. So I feel like it's really easy to get swept up in all that.
4: Do you also, I mean, we also have to remember that we're getting someone else's point of view oh absolutely filtered. Mm-hmm. so yeah of course they're not gonna i mean obviously they're gonna show the nitty-gritty parts for entertainment but like got right. a narrative
0: yeah you're absolutely right yeah for sure so there's trouble in paradise for jeff and james the life size Chucky it all <laughs> his hair i can't take it <laughs> it seems like jeff used james and james is certainly feeling that way With the contact for the FBI and the being a confidential informant and getting immunity. So James, I think, is starting to feel a little guilty, maybe, that Joe's taking the fall for all of this and Jeff's not getting in trouble at all. Mm -hmm. And he comes right out and says that like Jeff helped put the murder for hire stuff together. Like, he contacted Alan. He got Alan in the mix. Joe wouldn't have done any of that stuff if it weren't for Jeff pushing him to do it. I mean...
3: James, too... I feel like I, I've met people or have known people like him in the past where he did something super conniving, mm-hmm. kind of feels bad about it, and then almost every time you see him, he kind of waffles. Like, yeah, I'm a badass. I fucking got this guy locked up to, like, I don't want to see this fucking guy die in jail. Right. Like, I
0: know. just wanted to get him out of the way for a little while so that we could do something right. that would make us more money. Correct. Yeah. Like, he was just an inconvenience, so they needed, like, a Joe Exotic daycare.
3: I mean... <laughs> They did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, oh, I didn't want it to be like federal prison. Right. Is it federal pound me in the ass prison? <laughs> I wasn't looking for that. It's like a white collar. What movie is that from?
3: No idea. That baked, isn't it?
0: Is it? I think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, Sounds yeah. Like, yeah no, it's Office baked. Space. It's yes. Office Space. Yeah, yep. yeah. Um, i going <laughs> to like the blue color. <laughs> um.
4: Incidentally, we keep, well, before all this, we keep losing staplers at work. I had a red stapler and it's gone. I don't know where
3: <laughs>
0: Oh, man. I have a sweet chrome stapler and I brought it home with me. Shit. Like, Fuck that. I want that thing. I don't want it to go missing.
3: But he seems like the guy that just wants to be cool and then right. deals with what he's actually done later, but kind of just has to gloss over it and keep going. Yeah. I don't know. I absolutely kinda agree. Kind of a douchebag.
4: Do you think all of his um, his troubles melt away when he's on that jet ski?
3: I don't know if you knew this or not, but he's the jet ski king. <laughs> um, Look
4: like troubles melted right. away. Yeah, sure did. Yeah. You guys ever been on a jet ski? I have. Yeah, it's yeah. kick ass. Yeah, right. it's pretty fun. Well, we should rent one, and we should all go on it At the same all time. I'll I'll no barb- time. time. Yeah. As long yeah. as, long yeah, as there's no right?
2: barbed wire around, I, I try it out.
0: All right, it'll be like that time when um. Dan and Tim sunk the canoe last year.
1: kayak.
3: It did I thought time. our weight was evenly distributed. <laughs> I don't know what could have gone wrong. <laughs> we didn't get very
0: far. Uh, we'll be sure to post pictures and videos of all of us riding on a jet ski together to our Patreon page. Uh, so make yeah. sure that you sign up I mean, to be a
4: patron. I can draw it, and actually, I can Photoshop it pretty well. Yes, Please. You just got to get like a really
3: long jet ski. <laughs> I can make it work. The one that's going to be on the Patreon, by the way, is super real, so completely ignore right. everything Sarah <laughs> said about Photoshop. Oh, sure, 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 there sure, may sure. be a T-Rex right. or explosions in it. Sure, sure, Those sure. are legitimate.
0: Right. Okay. Laser yeah. eyes. Laser eyes. From the T-Rex. Eyes. Yeah, Coming out, out of the ball. water. Can I have a tiger on no, my shoulder, that too? That's terrifying. I don't want to do this anymore. That <laughs> that's <scary>. too far. <laughs> Sorry.
2: <laughs> Sometimes she needs to be reined in. <laughs> Every now and then,
0: that's true.
4: Lasers, <laughs> fine. T-Rex, fine. Explosions, fine. Tiger on your shoulder? Fuck you. Too much. Well, I was talking about the T-Rex
2: coming out of the water. That's
3: where I draw the line. That's too scary. I, I did happen to see John Ranke has a TikTok, and I, I think I posted this in the group. But yeah. uh, there is a, a TikTok of him dancing to a song with an incredibly fake CG yeah, tiger this, next to him. And <laughs> oh, really yay. appreciated how wholesome it was.
0: Speaking it was so of John. Yeah, we find out he has not bought pants in twenty years. But because <laughs> of all this, he's so stressed out, his pants don't fit anymore. So he's got to buy new pants. All I thought of he this said, he
2: had to buy pants so he could like go to the courtroom and. Yeah, he, did, not he be never testified. Shorts. He was there
3: though because he had zip off pants.
4: Yeah, but he said at the end he never testified. Yeah. Which they I didn't think have him crazy. testify
3: in court. There were still right. proceedings. He was and, still yeah. there. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And so, uh, but the- he
0: also said that he lost a bunch of weight.
3: Right. Yeah. So
0: either way, dude hasn't bought pants in twenty years. I'm like, bro for you.
3: I really appreciated that they were zip-off pants. Like a that lot, was the best Because he was like, well, if I'm going to buy pants, I might as well be able to use them as shorts, too.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I did know they still made those.
3: Like, and, all uh, in one. And Eric's pants, too, were the same. They were cargo khakis.
0: Yeah. With, like, that sweater, he looked, from yeah. the back, he looked like someone's grandmother walking into yeah, the for courthouse. Sure.
3: for <laughs> sure. Just tall, lanky
0: grandmother. With that, like, they, hair. Weight, too. they both like, oh, lost yeah. a yeah. lot of weight. It's really sad. Really, really sad. I didn't realize either that John Ranky, he's at the time of that filming, he was fifty-two years old.
3: Yeah, like, he looks great.
0: He really does. Good yeah. for him.
4: Oh, I was thinking. That oh, really? Yeah. I really? Was, really? I thought he was
3: older. Well, like we,
0: I think compared to Joe, who's fifty-five. Okay, fair. Like yeah. John's only Joe, three I, years yeah. younger. son in smoking
4: does a lot. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh sure. Oh, I, I really, I thought they were in their mid-fifties.
0: I, mean, I guess like looking off. back on it in retrospect, like John had been the manager of the park for like 14 years. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. He's lived a life. Well, and
3: I don't know, maybe it's just that he looks so much better than the other people that are younger than him. Right. That look yeah. older than him.
0: Yeah. He has Mess. infinitely more yeah. teeth than Mess. most of them. Son. So maybe
3: maybe it's just all relative where he actually looks his age and just everyone else looks drastically It's that thing
0: older. where like you want to surround yourself with twos and threes yeah. so that you as a five look more like an eight. <laughs> Hell <Yeah>. wow. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's He's strategic. a Florida
4: 2, but an upstate New York 3. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: yes. And then poor Eric, he's going through a time, because he does get called to testify, mm-hmm. and he does have to talk about what had been happening in the park. And we've got that whole scene where he's drunk, and he's yeah. looking at pictures, and he's crying.
3: Yeah, that was a, a rough scene. He right? was mm-hmm. obviously I not. not like it at all. He was struggling, for yeah. sure. I, I didn't assume it was alcohol that that seems like a like a heroin days right personally but you know who knows
0: that's so sad and he's like working at a diner or something now yeah showed him making a burger which looked really yummy yeah it's so
4: sad (laughs) to see them all in different jobs now yeah Yeah, i didn't like that yeah you
0: know rinky's
4: working in a no
3: rinky's racing cars yeah what was that yeah what's that the car he was driving it's a race car It was very cool. He went
4: real fast.
0: We're talking rad. He's like, what if
3: I had these sweet airbrush things from my legs on, like, something bigger that makes me move faster? Yeah. Yeah. and
0: doesn't hurt.
3: Than my rocket legs.
4: (laughs) 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 Well, yeah, but he's, like, living in a trailer in a garage. Right. Right. That that was interesting.
0: Yeah. Like a
3: little RV. Yeah.
0: Like he left his wife. Which oh, Dan and I years. were like he was married? I know,
2: right. Right. <laughs> I yeah. have no idea. Well, I just, so like, He lived to the park and stuff. It was like, wait,
3: what? So I thought that too, but there's an episode earlier where they're talking about the day Travis died and he's like, I couldn't get into the park, I had to sneak in. So it was like, Oh, he doesn't live on, oh, right. Right. on the property right. then. Yeah. Yeah. I about yep. that line.
0: Yeah, yeah, I do remember that detail now. I wonder if the meat that Eric used to make the burger was from a Walmart truck or <laughs> if it was a little bit on the fresher side.
3: It'll look It's a good question.
0: Yeah. What if uh, it was fresher
4: from Walmart?
0: Like he actually went and purchased it from Walmart instead of getting it off the truck.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Maybe he went and took it off the shelf and brought it up and had like a <laughs> card he knew was gonna get declined. Mm-hmm. And then he waited for them to put it in that cart at the front of the store <laughs> and then just fucking waited for it. He's mm-hmm. like, I'm gonna get it before it goes on the meat truck.
4: I right, just I mean, just so everyone knows, like they don't put it in a cart. And, like, leave it there for a day.
3: Um, have you not been to our our local Walmart at, like, 3 in the morning?
4: Yeah, 3 in the morning is different from, okay, night Walmart and day Walmart. They've three. already
3: established that, that they go to the... Walmart is a regular hangout for these people in between 11 p.m. and 4 a.m.
0: Okay. Are they, like, yeah. teens from the early 2000s? Because, like, I remember that <laughs> right? was our thing, but, like, if I'm in yeah. my, like... Late 40s, early 50s. I don't want to be hanging out at Walmart yeah, at three yeah, in the morning.
3: Back when buying DVDs getting... all the time was like a huge thing that yeah. everyone was doing. Yeah. So I definitely yeah. remember
2: getting kicked out of Walmart when I was in like middle school or something after a movie was over. We'd mm-hmm. walk over to the Walmart just to hang out until the parents picked us up because we didn't have cell phones. Yeah. So it was like, well, I think the movie's going to be over around this time.
0: Yeah. And you would like fuck around in the toy aisle and like throw the balls up yep. over the aisles. Yep. Yes.
2: Yeah. Oh my and then God. And we got kicked out for doing that. And then yep. we just waited in the parking lot for like half an hour because. My One friend's dad was always super late. <laughs> I had a bunch <laughs> of a
3: number of friends that have worked at our local Walmart, and I guess that there were teenagers and probably early college kids or whatever that would just come in and literally fill uh, carts filled with like meat and melt and butter and ice cream and things that were going to go bad very quickly, and then would cover it in like clothes. And leave it in like a random aisle. What a dick See, that's, that's just right. not cool. Yeah. So yeah. Don't yeah. do that's anything okay. like that. Fucked up. Yeah,
4: that's but just super.
3: Fills up meat truck quick. Mm-hmm. I guess
4: for sure. If you knew that they were going to be fed to tigers, would you leave like a packet of meat out?
3: If I knew for certain yeah. it was going to Joe Exotic's zoo, yeah, yeah. sure. Easy. Right,
4: I'd, f- I'd, I'd right. Leave a link a couple sausage links out there. I'd right. sign
0: it. That's right. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: for Bone Digger. Um,
4: <laughs> yeah, I love the Cletus Bone Digger. Those yeah. two are very different. Right, right. So My that first was another... child, Cletus. My second child, Bone Digger. digger.
3: That, that part really got me too when John Ranky's talking about all of his animals and yeah. that he, oh. they're the ones he raised and mm-hmm. it shows him feeding them and just like rolling around on the ground and petting them yeah. and stuff yeah, and yeah. that he's like, well, they pretty much told me. I didn't have a whole ton of money to buy it from them, I was just never going to see him again. Yeah. "Ah, That sucks. It
0: really does suck. And like, you know, we've all had pets throughout our lives. Like they've really become part of your family. Yeah. Absolutely. Which is so sad. And to raise like something as huge and majestic as like a tiger from a cub and to have it still kicking around, you know, I can't imagine. So Carol testifies. Which why
3: is, there was right? never an attempt made on at her like, you know what i mean like <laughs> fucking
0: apparently
3: what part of was she there when he was shooting tigers in the head and burying them like, and i
0: feel like just the whole like murder for hire like she didn't really need to be there right it was very
3: well she was could, the subject
4: of
0: why she? she needed to yeah she
4: was
3: she was the subject of what?
4: Oh, uh, the murdering?
3: Was there one of <laughs> those, though? Because yeah. the federal agent, they dropped that part completely because it didn't work. And most of this episode is all about alluding to uh, Jeff and Alan effectively making one up that they ended She's up doing mm-hmm. for the prosecution. John,
2: powerful character witness against Joe, She certainly right. is. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's true. She's been yeah. battling with him legally for years for all of
3: this. Mm-hmm. He yeah. was doing against yeah. her and whatnot. No, so, that's true.
4: Well, then uh, the other comment that she made was um, the only thing to come, could come out of this is if I get murdered, that would probably pass the bill. Like, right, fuck, yeah. You're not that yep. important. Fuck you. Right.
3: <laughs> uh, I don't know. Mother Teresa was kind of a martyr a little bit. So <laughs> as the Mother Teresa of cats, I mean, it goes hand in hand. Yeah, true. Big true. Uh, right, big cats, no. not domestic cats. Carol Baskins gives two shits about domesticated tiny cats. Right. Some more shits
2: than
4: I give.
3: Right. That's fair.
4: I know that they like make you itch and stuff. They make me feel awful. But they're great.
2: No no they're not. Okay. They're Little
4: demons. You're a demon.
0: <laughs> but like pizza also makes you feel awful and that's you not love true. that. That is one hundred percent true. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alright. No, fine. All right. <laughs>
4: um, I'm gonna get some pizza. It disappears thirty minutes later. For oh, real. I don't feel good. <laughs>
3: I don't think you can even talk about my bowel movements on the show. <laughs> you can you're talk your about dad mine? and that's really that's yep. really wholesome to me. I the what? Yeah, that you're your dad as far as pizza goes, and that's really wholesome.
0: I told you we were getting elbow deep, so
2: There you go.
3: Well, now I want pizza. Thanks,
0: everybody. You're welcome. Sarah, I completely agree with you with Carol and her whole, like, God complex. And up until this point, I really did feel for her, even though we, I think, across the board, we feel like Joe didn't have a murder-for-hire plot. Like, I just don't feel like... Right. The facts just don't add up for me. I could see... We know that. We think that, based on what we saw from the documentary... On Carol's end, she's, like Dan said, she's been dealing with him legally for years. She's been seeing the videos that he's been producing where she's been, like, the brunt of the threats. It was probably really therapeutic for her to testify. Well, and
3: actually, now that I think about it, too, she probably was an expert witness because there's not another person on the show that has more experience with a murder-for-profit plot,
1: especially (laughs) um,
3: because hers was so successful. Right. It took me a second to get where you are
0: going, then I was like... Oh. I knew immediately. See, so Joe should have contacted her and been like, hey, who'd you get to kill your husband? <laughs> was he more or less than $3,000? Because I want to know if I'm getting a good deal here. Right. I'm going to give a guy three Shop grand. it out. Yeah.
3: Listen, I've had two other guys tell me I could get it for petting tigers for a week.
0: Do you give a family and friends discount right. on killing somebody?
4: I guess... I don't know if we're gonna get to. I don't know if you had this in your notes later in the podcast that we're get that we're gonna get to, like all the times that Joe incriminated himself by literally shooting an effigy of her, right, or sending snakes to her mailbox or doing all these other things that mm-hmm. antagonize her and you know threaten her life. Like I'm not surprised that he got these charges, right?
2: We we'll have this bitch head in a jar. Yeah,
4: exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's part of me that I I I totally agree that I think he. Well, I, don't, I guess I don't totally agree because I'm going to say but where he. I think he could have a credible case against him for wanting to kill Carol Baskin and, and a lot of motivation and understanding. He's done so many things on camera that would make him seem like he would really want to kill Carol with the head in her jar, as you just said, Dan, and all these other things that I'm not surprised these charges were brought up against him. Yeah, they do seem really flimsy because of Joe. No, not Joe. Jeff. <laughs> There's too many of them. <laughs> Jeff and James. But I I still think it's pretty credible that he could have tried to do it for $3,000. That sounds like a real Joe thing to me. Right. Right. I'm going to pay some son of a bitch $3,000 to go kill that bitch Carol Baskin. You're never going to believe the deal
0: I got. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly.
3: I think at this point for Joe, and obviously I'm... You know, 99% of the time in Joe's corner. I think it's almost a fantasy at this point to him. It's not yeah. not really based in reality. Mm-hmm. Where even talking to the federal agent, he didn't follow through on any of the things that he was supposed to on his end. And I think he just loves fucking talking about it. And obviously it's really emotional shtick for him.
0: That's, so that's whether he would point.
3: actually follow through with it or not, I honestly don't know. But because he's been fantasizing about it and extrapolating on it and using it for content for so long mm-hmm. at this point, I don't legitimately think he would do it. I don't think it would bring him closure in any way, no. shape, or form because he's, he's exempl- or, uh What do you call it? I don't know. Fucking ramped it up just so much.
4: Yeah. Well, to your point, Exacerbate. even more.
3: Yeah. Yeah. He That's exacerbated all over it. He would he, never get released from he, it.
0: He exacerbated multiple times a day on camera right. for people's entertainment. Mm-hmm. And he just exacerbated this situation with Carol to the point of like. She just couldn't know, take
3: it anymore. She couldn't That's take illegal, it anymore. It's 13 states. It is, but all of them are Hawaii.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: Hawaii's got thirteen
4: islands, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well and You tell Tim- <laughs> me How did this get turned back This It's a stupid joke. God damn it. Should have gone to bed. Started the episode. And Tim, to your point, you know, I'm wondering if the fantasy of it all You know, people like to have rivalries.
3: I wonder if this was just something to -hmm. to play off of. Yeah, he said they fed off of each other. Mm -hmm. They made money off of each other. I completely agree. Yeah, Like Star-Lord and Rocket.
0: What? Are you trying to say something, Dan?
3: (laughs) I was trying to not
2: say it on mic.
0: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I absolutely think that the Carol feud became just part of Joe's identity. And without it, what's he going to do? And I, I do feel like At the end there, when he and Dylan moved off the park and he had his two tigers, like you were saying, Tim, I feel like he was ready to just start over and start fresh. Right. And cut that almost, like, cancerous part of his life out. Completely. And just, you know, start again.
3: We had talked about it last time, too, where we didn't quite know when the timeline was, Mm -hmm. whether he had already moved to that other part of southern Oklahoma with Dylan. I do not see that Joe Exotic that is already in that place with a couple tigers and Dylan separated from everything moving forward with any type of murder for hire right shtick a couple years earlier Mm -hmm. absolutely yes i could see it but when he's already given it all up i i I Mm -hmm. don't think that that that's in character for him at that point
0: so everybody basically flips on joe everybody testifies against him james does testify about jeff's involvement in the murder for hire which Again, I feel like, as you were saying, Tim, he, like, realized, like, he wanted to be in the deep shit, but then he realized, like, oh, wait, that's not great. So then he flips again, which begs the question, like, how authentic of a person is he then? Like, how much can you actually believe that comes from him?
3: James Gerritsen, I mean, these are what we, this is what we know about him. Really rotund fella. (laughs) Certainly not Mm -hmm. in any sort of relationship.
0: He's like a loaf of a man.
3: Correct. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, but, like, it's not totally done. Runs, very doughy looking <laughs> <laughs> Operates and runs strip clubs to get attention and probably mm-hmm. have any form of physical contact whatsoever. Constantly trying to prove himself as valuable to people and then waffling later on. I mean, this dude is like, uh, I don't know, there's probably, Sarah, you probably know, like textbook, he just wants fucking attention and wants to be appreciated. I don't you know really what I mean? have a
4: technical term for it, but I would say he's, he's an eternal sidekick.
3: Yeah. Mm. Wishing
4: to be in the spotlight, but then as soon as he gets there, he Whoa, regrets. whoa, whoa, whoa,
2: whoa. You can't be a sidekick if you're the jet ski king.
4: Yeah, but he's that's the jet true. ski king too. Jet ski ski, ski Skeet, skate, ski, <laughs> <skeet, skeet. laughs>
0: It's like always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Oh, that's a great right. you Right. Know, okay. And, and when he
3: gets proposed to, he's like, ah, can I just be a groomsman? Right. Like, yeah. yeah. But he was a bridesmaid. Right. But now he's a groom. Wait, what? Gender's <laughs> irrelevant. <laughs> Sometimes that, that yeah. long, flowing, thin, translucent red oh hair God, just, it's you know. so
0: thin <laughs> so great. and greasy looking. It's like
3: one sheet of it, too. It's, God. Like,
0: it's not uh, even layered.
4: Is
3: no, there are zero layers to it.
0: I wonder uh, what his quarantine hair look is going to end up being.
3: Uh, his hair doesn't grow. He is a Chucky doll. Are they quarantine <laughs> in Oklahoma?
0: <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. They only have seven people, so it's <laughs> you can no, That's hire,
3: Wyoming. <laughs> you can hire him on Cameo right now to do shout outs on a jet ski
0: was Kimio.
3: Don't worry about it. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. Yeah. But he delivers within like 24 hours, That's so amazing. he is so ready he's somewhere to somewhere where go.
0: there's a jet ski. That's
4: because yeah. his store doesn't have anything in it. In Florida.
3: <laughs> he doesn't lock it. It just has an open sign. You can't tell the name of the business. I got all one thing. It, it literally looks like a store that had been looted and closed. It does. Like, no signage. No, zero. <laughs> In There's there. no lights in there, like,
2: no electricity. <laughs> Just a lemur. He shits a on a can. and like. a, a
4: fan.
0: <laughs> so we've seen throughout the episode, there are shots of Tim Stark and Jeff interspersed in here and they're working on the new zoo. At one point, Tim starts dying his facial hair. It looks like it's colored in with a Sharpie. Yeah, it Did does. I didn't notice that. that. Yeah, oh my God. And
3: he's in like, oh, that, that. The quintessential Cuban old man look mm. It's like an open shirt with a beater, and like one of those fucking stupid hats that old guys wear and then yes. young stupid people wear. Yeah. It looks fine on old men, but it doesn't look fine on like twenty somethings. No, right?
0: Not fedoras. Yeah. They're.
3: Um, it's a round fedora. It's like a.
0: It's like a Panama <sighs> trilby.
3: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not a trilby, but oh, yeah, Panama it's like a hat
0: or something. Yeah. Like that? Yeah, Something like
3: that.
4: If someone likes hats, let us know. Sorry. I spent way
2: too much time with Tim Stark shots trying to figure out if he had a weird growth on his chest or something, and then I realized, oh, it's just a monkey yeah, in a his monkey. shirt all the monkey
0: time. In his fucking <laughs> shirt. Because <laughs> I, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you carry your monkey around in your shirt? And I
4: hate that dumb joke he makes. Like, oh, I, I got to have a head of monkey in my back. I learned to put it on my front, and then I got stuffed up. And then I can do work. <laughs> <laughs> wow, da, just da.
0: just Listen,
3: say as far way. as... As far as vehicle safety goes, you should not text while driving. You should not talk on your phone uh, while driving unless it's with a hands-free device. You certainly shouldn't have a cameraman in your passenger seat filming you feeding a monkey a piece of pizza while you're driving on a highway. Also, while you're unbuckled. Um, Yeah, right. There was a lot going or on. We're trying to drag a thing. shipping container off a flatbed. Oh my
2: with the God. It fell off the side. Uh, I, after that happened, I was just like, I hope there were no animals in that fucking thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine driving down the road and you look out like you're passing somebody <laughs> and you look out your right. window and it's a dude feeding a piece of pizza to a monkey? There's a big camera in the scene next to him. Pizza's
3: just such an awful
0: Driving in a car choice. Oh, true. Yes. Yeah. It's awful on so many levels, yeah. And especially probably to feed feed it to a... In the car, feeding it to a monkey, like pizza in that context was a terrible choice. I'm sure
2: the monkey likes pizza. I mean, (laughs) who
0: wouldn't? As
4: soon as you defame pizza, what do you mean? (laughs) What (laughs) are you talking about?
3: (laughs) (laughs) It didn't look like a quality pizza, though. It looked like gas station pizza. Probably, yeah, Which, like, why There's no quality
4: pizza in Oklahoma.
3: Right. Probably not. I mean... I guess if we're firing shots tonight. (laughs) I can't (laughs) say for
2: certain. I've never been to Oklahoma, but I'm going to guess. They're pretty far from New York City. They have a a pizza, huh? And your point is?
3: Yeah. It's America's favorite pizza. It says so right on the commercial. Do you believe everything you see on commercials? Well, yeah. They they literally, it's not the internet. You can't put something on a commercial unless it's not true. Otherwise, people will sue you. (laughs) 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 Right? You
2: just said that backwards, but we'll take it. Yeah. All right. It's recorded now.
0: Yeah. It's true. Shockingly, going back to Joe's trial, Jeff Lowe doesn't testify. Right. Yeah. So what? What are the implications of this? Why would they not call on him, but they call on so many other people to testify? He got
3: it as part of his deal when yeah. he decided 100%. to set Joe up. Why would yeah. he not
0: testify though? Because he would perjure himself. That's right. Yeah. That's yeah. The, uh,
3: news anchor person. Yeah, yeah.
0: I like her. She was She's good. good. She, I really yeah. like her a lot. She seems so. Normal. <laughs> oh, yeah. a
2: breath of fresh air. Right? Yeah. She's
0: so smart, Normal. so intellectual, so well spoken. Yeah, I just, I like her a lot. So Jeff doesn't testify so that he doesn't perjure himself. Alan does testify. He lies about going to Florida. There's so much proof Alan that he never. Alan is crucial
3: to that case. Yeah. If he did not testify and didn't right. lie.
0: Right. <laughs> to... But there's so much evidence and proof that he didn't go to Florida. Right. That he lied about that. And it just makes so much more sense. Like, if you're giving him $3,000, that's not enough to go to Florida and kill somebody with. It is enough to go and visit your home in North Carolina, though. Mm -hmm.
4: You know why he didn't testify in court? It's because there wasn't a bathtub. Could take a bath. No,
0: he, he did testify. <laughs>
4: oh,
3: he did? Shit.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like, just makes no sense. There's too many people.
3: <laughs> what a great interview.
0: In a bathroom. No. A, a weird. And he's still wearing clothes. You can see his shorts. Right. So yeah, I assume it was a
3: bathing suit, but with that guy's probably jorts. I think it's super <laughs> in character, though, because we established in the last episode that he is slowly turning into a tree and has a branch growing out of his yes, heart. Yes, So right. he probably needs to so soak. So he needs that, yeah. Yeah, Soap get his, his roots. roots wet. Yeah. yeah
2: yep.
0: yep. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's
2: so fucking dumb, but I love
4: it. I know, it's so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> He's a tree! That's the con- <laughs>
0: conspiracy. That's the joke. So, so anything that he testifies to... Should be inadmissible because he's a tree, <laughs> right? He's not an actual human, oh, right? Wait, wait, wait.
2: So
3: you saying Groot couldn't go testify in court? Correct. Oh, yeah, I think that's very clear. Mm-hmm. Why he can't even say "I do" when they ask him? Right. You well, know, he would in his
2: language. A, well, yeah. oh. You can go into court and say "I do" and in, in in something the, other the language. Dan, you're trying to
4: make this fit, and it's not going to fit. He's a tree.
0: <laughs> he is a tree. <laughs> well, I mean,
2: animals a tree. Tree's no? not
0: tree. Sorry,
4: this, this show's going off
0: the rails. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'm sorry. Sarah. I'm here. I'm
0: sorry. I like it. I'm like a child, all hopped up on like high C. I'm on tree I know you're like tree, tree, tree. Joe takes the stand. The news anchor is like, "Wow, who expected that?" And I'm on the couch, like. Fucking who,
3: anyone who who's ever met him before.
0: That, right? <laughs> yeah.
2: right.
3: Like,
0: I was
2: like, he's an entertainer. Of course he's going to take the stand. This is
0: the greatest moment of his life. Clearly. Right.
3: Clearly he's going to do that. I was incredibly impressed with the outcome of it. They were like, he had an answer for everything. Yeah. He was up there. He was eloquent. Like, And then even Eric Good talking to him afterwards. It's like, well, how did you go today? And like, he sounded super positive yeah. about it. Yep. Yeah. He also sounded super positive about his gubernatorial race, too. Yeah.
2: That's true. I don't know. There's
3: a sincerity in how he was talking to Eric there where you could actually tell there was hope in his voice. Yeah. And when they cut to Carol and that fucking simp bitch Howard, they're oh, like, uh, he only needed to turn one to have a hung jury. And like, they were concerned after he got up on the stand. Yeah. So it was mm-hmm. like, oh shit. Yeah, yep.
0: yeah. Doc has a cameo here. He definitely thinks Joe was set up. He doesn't think Joe's smart enough, which, you know, and he does bring up that point of, why would you hire a $3,000 hitman? That just doesn't. It just My doesn't fly. Part
2: of that little interview is when he calls Joe adult. <laughs> <Right>.
0: <laughs> this poor dolt.
3: I love you can. Uh, Doc Antle is a is a very intelligent person, and you can see the wheels turning in his head. As he describes how asinine that whole transaction was, trying not to put a number that it sounds like he knows what he's talking about on how much it costs to hire a murderer. Oh, I've looked this up many times. Right. He's like, (laughs) it would cost more than $3,000, probably $5,000. Or (laughs) a (laughs) hundred. But just the pauses he has, he's like, all right, don't say a specific number. Uh
0: Yep. You don't want to be too accurate on this one. Absolutely. Yeah. So John Reinke's not asked to testify, which I feel like he seems hurt that he was not asked to Mm -hmm. testify. And even like, he may not have been helpful at all to the prosecution, but don't you think that the defense should have had him as a character witness where he says, you know, I was there for 14 years. I kept Joe out of trouble for 14 years. I can't save him now.
3: We both got bullets with our names on them.
0: Yeah. In case this goes south.
3: Maybe that's why they didn't want him to, because he was going to bring those in, hidden in his legs, take <laughs> care of them both at the same time. <laughs> wow. This is
0: for you, Joe? No, but wow. that's,
3: that's super fucked up that they didn't have him there. Right? He would I have can't been an that. amazing character witness for Joe. He probably would have provided a significant amount of material uh, representations that would have been incredibly important to the case. Mm-hmm. It, is, it is a massive fault of, of the justice system that he was not brought in there for that.
0: I agree. Shocking. 100%. They
3: looked for anyone with half a mouth of teeth had a grudge against him and Mm -hmm. got them right fucking in.
0: Yep. Because literally everybody else testifies against Joe. Right. It's crazy to me. And especially like to think back on how benevolent Joe was in his hiring process and Mm -hmm. how he just wanted to help people and give them a second chance and he would give them money out of his own pocket. He did all of these super kind things for people, but immediately, whenever the time is right, they just flipped on him.
3: Well, and the way they present John Finley... And whether he was going to testify or not where they were like so you're gonna well they had just finished talking about eric and his really deep love of of the animals and then they they cut to john and they're like so you're gonna testify on on the counts of animal abuse and he's like no both yeah. like and they shot it in a way that i think it was supposed to be a lot more impactful than it was but right i was surprised that john finley like seemed so vindictive about it mm-hmm. like yeah fuck him. like yeah. well holy shit but he also says he was joe's right-hand man forever. Mm-hmm. And he had no idea what they could have been throwing at him. Yeah. So, I mean, this was this was a very lead case from every way, shape, or form. Because literally everyone on here is like, well, they could fucking have me for this or that and the other thing. Exactly. And.
0: Mm-hmm. It's all about self-preservation, which you can't really knock people for. Especially right. in the situations that they're in. Financially. Yep. socioeconomically
3: well and josh is like i'm a libertarian fuck the feds right but the guy said are you going to be on team joe or team government and i don't want to go to jail mm-hmm. so that's yeah i wish we would be able to see some kind of like obviously
2: they weren't able to film in the courtroom but like some kind of transcript or something to see like what kind of questions were they asked like we talk about how they flipped on joe but like did they flip on him or did they just tell the truth like where they asked questions right you know that they they couldn't
3: lie about i mean i feel like it's already been established that (laughs) there are just people in there lying like on the Mm -hmm. stand true so i think certainly did right so i think you get them in there you get them scared they're gonna say whatever Mm -hmm. doesn't incriminate them and incriminate somebody else
0: yeah so joe's found guilty howard serenades carol tim i (laughs) want to get your take on this with the mini bottles of champagne and
3: (sighs) that's fine i'm fine with the uh Let's have some fucking cocktail shrimp and brie. Uh, Just look at that fucking guy's face. (laughs) And you know he's always up for a good brie. And
4: I'm going (laughs) to (laughs) brie.
3: But just, it's too in character. (laughs) (laughs) And like I said, I was fine with the cocktail thing. I'm fine with the brie. I'm fine with the little bottle of champagne. The serenading thing. Too far. Just Just don't put that in the show. Right. Well, and because we've established that he's a little simp bitch, like <laughs> you see him serenader, and then she gives him a kiss as a reward. Right. So obviously she's fucking flying high. She's snail trailing everywhere now that oh. Joe Exotic
1: <laughs>
3: is in jail. Yeah, she's greased. You know, <laughs> this is this is Howard is popping mini bottles of champagne every night. Guaranteed, yeah. his simp bitching is paid off.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it works, it works, Do you think right? he needs blue
3: cheese? 100%. Okay. I think he puts them in the brie. I think he warms them up to make them softer, softer. otherwise they'll pull out his fillings. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I, I think he's also the type of motherfucker that does the same thing with, like, Tootsie Rolls, because otherwise they're just too hard. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and milk does are just too dangerous. Oh, well, they're
3: too sticky. <laughs> I feel like I spend two minutes eating them and seven minutes picking them out of my dentures. I <laughs> fucking hate Howard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he just, the way that he sits with Carol, like when she was talking about testifying, and just the look on his face, he's just so like, I don't know, his, his jowls, how it, yeah. you know, he looks like a basset hound. <laughs> and he's just like staring off into space like, "Yeah, this and, is my life.
3: And that fucking comment he makes later where he's like, sometimes you just win every battle and you can't relent. Uh-huh. You just got to keep going because you're a winner. And it's like, good. Good fucking job, dude. You fucking robbed this guy of his money and then threw millions of dollars at him to fucking put him away. Mm -hmm. You're a fucking dick. You didn't win against anyone that was on your level here. Yeah.
0: Uh, Mm Agreed. Probably the part that pissed me off the most in this entire episode is Jeff talking about baby mama, Lauren, (gasps) and he's like, yeah, she's going to get induced, and then we're going to get her back in the gym, (gasps) and then we're going to hire this hot nanny. And I was like, Fuck you, Jeff Lowe. Yeah, oh, gonna, God. Like,
2: throw something at the TV. Well, it, oh,
0: so right. mad. Uh,
4: th- the whole point, it's, the whole point where he's like, she's like, well, I'm gonna need help. I need a nanny. How about he fucking do something? Right? Mm. It's the whole point. He's busy building a
2: zoo, Sarah. <laughs> we built a
0: zoo.
4: <laughs> I'm busy sticking my dick in all the people. <laughs>
3: She's always there for it, though. She is.
4: I like your
1: impression of Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> with your tiny, tiny, <laughs> <laughs> tiny mouth, with <laughs> your <laughs> tiny
2: mouth, stupid goatee,
4: lighted, tiny mouth, and luscious locks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just stick my dick in everything. <laughs> <laughs> the curls are my sex appeal.
3: Do you think he's ever shot a video of himself getting out of an ocean with his bandana and hat on (laughs) so he can just flip those little fucking things in the back of his head up? That spring.
4: Hey, um, I'm gonna get in the ocean. You gotta film this.
3: The rainbow that comes out of the sun is just fucking grayscale. <laughs> <laughs> James in the
0: back
4: of the jet ski. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Speaking of, that's the next scene. Okay. Is James on the jet ski Ooh. while "I Have the Tiger" is playing? I couldn't believe this is the first time in the whole series they use "I Have the he Tiger." Had to save
3: it for the yeah. best scene, he stops the interview to cut
0: to it. Right. He's
3: like, all right. <laughs>
0: Like, I thought they you stop was those gonna... cameras
3: rolling for a minute? And then they, like, put the camera down, and I expect the cameras to stay on and him say something in super exclamatory. Yeah. And then it fucking cuts to him on <laughs> a jet ski to Eye of <laughs> the Tiger. So, so oh, and it slows down. And he fucking picks what the it... sunglasses off and just so like. So great. Oh, he does that weird sunglasses. little
4: hands, you know, like, hand yeah. movement. Yeah.
3: Here I was thinking he was a loser, but this dude is fucking killing pussy. <laughs>
4: left <laughs> and right. This guy fucks. This guy fucks! <laughs> I love recording with you guys in well, person. What is this
3: <laughs> so much better? Uh, Silicon Valley. Yeah.
4: That's
3: right. Rex Hanneman talking yes. about fucking Jared. Oh, that guy's the worst.
0: Oof.
2: We need to watch the final season of that. Okay.
0: Joe decides to work with PETA because he's got dirt on 37 other people and he's not going down alone. That number
3: quickly turns to 30.
0: It does. A couple yeah. seconds later. Yeah. That was yeah. weird. Not long after. Maybe he believe. thought he did, but they only actually have like tangible evidence against 30. Right. But still, good for you, Joe. Yeah. Like... God damn, let Fucking those let them all burn. Bleach blonde hairs just fly. He's got nothing to lose. Exactly, yeah. like fuck them all. That's I, what I say. I, I, I don't was, know.
3: I was trying to think about the seven people that he then later excluded. Mm. And I think you have Lauren Lowe. Mm-hmm. Uh Lauren Lowe's unborn child. Okay. Um the two. first nanny that they got, three. Uh, the second nanny they got, four. Uh the fifth third nanny they got. <laughs> Sorry, number 5 is the Yeah, is the five is the Um and then um
0: two more nannies.
3: Okay. Mix it up
0: a little bit. Yeah. And they all speak different languages. Correct. It's a well-rounded baby. Right. What's happening? Jephlo Fox. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't you seen his curls?
2: Dang. No, I keep missing them.
0: Joe accuses Doc of using gas chambers and incinerators to get rid of uh, cubs once they're not profitable anymore. At what point
3: is it lucrative, easy to hide, yeah. or cost-efficient to have a fucking gas chamber to right? kill I to tigers? Say, that's
0: so
4: much infrastructure.
3: Right. And on-premises... But crematorium. I, I think right. it's possible I mean, that, that part's fair.
0: when it's like a your compound that like you and your harem of wives live on. It's totally that gas chamber could be underneath the toothy grin one. I don't know Except which one. Tank. Which one did he say had a big big Italian. teeth? Yeah, Italian? The Italian with big teeth or whatever. Oh it
2: has got big teeth, a big smile. Big smile.
0: Yeah, I don't I feel like it's it's possible. For it to be you there. you he
4: lists that on, on the assets, like, when he's trying to sell the compound? <laughs> be like, it's got three houses, an incinerator, four pools, and...
2: And a gas, gas chamber. chamber. A, gas chamber. chamber. <laughs> a big empty room. Do whatever you want it. You
0: just put some essential oils in there instead. A big old it's orgy
3: couch. <laughs> it's got everything you could need.
0: Don't mind the stains. Those are from tigers. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Sorry.
3: Oh. If you don't go on that couch, you don't get your stripes. <laughs> oh,
0: gross. <laughs> Oh, and then uh, Jeff and Tim are fighting. Mm-hmm. Shocking. Yeah. Jeff makes a joke about how it must seem like he fights with everyone he teams up with, and it's like, yeah, that's that's accurate no. as far as this goes. No shit. Yeah.
3: The only yeah. person
2: we haven't seen him fight with that he teamed up with is
3: Lauren. And you know right. they do. There's no way they don't. I don't know. Maybe it's the opposite way around. Maybe she's into those jerry curls so hard she ignores everything else. <gasps> mm. She, she gets her to her rent fancy houses it, and yeah. lease yeah. expensive cars.
4: Yep. Hey, babe, Here's, Lauren, do you want to do you want to come to bed and you can see my luscious locks? All five
3: of them? Here's what we know about Jeff Lowe and the people that he doesn't get along with. He doesn't get along anymore with Joe Exotic, mm-hmm. who embezzled between eighty and $120,000 from him. True. Kind of fair. Yeah, True. Yeah, that is fair. Yeah. James Garrison doesn't have the money to put in to have his name on the sign of the zoo, which is kind of... Mm-hmm. What it's alluded to is the reason he's upset. Tim Stark probably seems legitimate. Right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Tim quickly realized that he was footing the bill for the new zoo. And
3: doing all the work.
0: Yeah. And he got sick of it. I'm like, good for you, Tim Stark. Like, I don't love the guy, but,
2: there, you know. Every shot of Tim, except when he's feeding pizza to a monkey in the truck, he's working on the zoo. Right. Every shot of Jeff, he's walking around doing nothing.
0: And like Talking on the phone. Po- directing, like, oh, we're going to have these cages start over here. It's like, well, you got to clear that brush out and do some stuff before you can set up cages. Right. But, yeah, so Tim got sick of it. I'm sure that there was other stuff going on with that where it wasn't just, I'm doing all the work, so I'm done. Like, he put in a considerable investment. I feel like it would have to be pretty substantial for him to walk away from that, but who knows. I love the next scene where it's Saf, which... I wish that they included him and in more of his perspective mm-hmm. in all of this. But, you know, you get what you get. He talks about how, you know, this was really a war between Joe and Carol and Jeff and Tim and everybody involved, but no animals benefited from it. Like, everyone claims to be on the side of the animals, but who is actually fighting or advocating for them? Right. His
4: point, I think he
0: sums up the whole thing beautifully at the end, you know? I just agree.
4: Being just like, this is... This is it. People got hurt. Cats got hurt. Mm -hmm. Didn't solve anything. Yep. Yep.
0: And even Josh, a few scenes later, he brings up, like, all this money spent on Carol. Like, all the money that Carol fucking spends on all these lawsuits with Joe. All the money that Joe spent battling her. And that the government spent trying to get Joe. All of this money could have been used to actually help tigers Mm -hmm. in their natural habitats. (laughs) Right. That's what I
3: said back in the first episode. And once again... (laughs) <laughs> to to Joe's credit, someone that was paranoid, having literally everyone that's ever worked for him, for the most part, and everyone he ever loved, flip on him mm-hmm. and testify against him. Uh, the government come at him, fucking hard, trying mm-hmm. to make anything stick. Um, and fucking Carol Baskins. Car- Carol Baskins isn't only fighting with Joe too. She's spending this millions and millions of dollars against Doc Antle, against Tim Stark, against dozens of mm-hmm. other operations like that to get them all shut the fuck down. Like. Bad guy Right. Right. So, I mean, yeah, Joe has the hammer coming down from literally every direction.
0: John Finley gets a tattoo cover-up done towards the end of the episode.
3: <laughs> it doesn't cover up the whole thing.
0: It doesn't cover up the whole Hold up. thing.
3: <laughs> that was first session.
0: Oh, okay. Oh. Okay. So, right. Oh, I missed okay. him saying um, that. I,
3: I, did, I did read something. I looked for a long time to f- <laughs> to get a picture of the finished cover-up tattoo, and uh, I couldn't find it. Oh, but, I've been told, and I forget what it was on, but someone was like, oh, it looks so much better now that it's complete.
4: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because well, the okay. first pass, it was like line work's a little rough. It's kind of hard to see.
0: Yeah. Contrast.
4: Yeah. It was like, okay.
0: Also, we know the timeline of that because he has no front teeth at that point. Mm-hmm. Right. So they gone. SO out, apparently. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. Is the woman that's sitting with him during that tattoo his SO? Mm
0: hmm. Okay.
3: Um, by the way, uh, to get implants or, or dentures like he does, you have to have all of your teeth removed, mm-hmm. and then you have to wait six months. <sighs> yeah, you got to let them gums you know. to reset. Yeah. Would they you notice?
4: You know what? He must have been in that process because he didn't have any front teeth at all. Right. When he was getting that tattoo. Yep. Mm-hmm. Is that the is that the point you're trying to make? Yeah. Okay. Cool.
3: Yeah. Sorry. No, you're good. Yeah. yeah, yeah you're <laughs> Great. I'm glad you're here, sir. Yeah, me yeah, too. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. The gums have to like the swelling has to go down before you can get fitted for dentures and yeah. stuff. So. And your jaw changes. Yeah. Never mind.
3: You said you were a dental expert because you were a hygienist at hey, one point.
0: Dan, yeah, Dan, I'm trying to make a point. Can I just? I actually did fit somebody for dentures before I left there. I so. know. Okay.
2: So I said, You're a dental expert. Whatever.
0: Joe is sentenced to 22 years in federal prison. Doc's place is raided in December of 2019. I want to know if they found those gas oh, chambers. I want to know yeah. more about that. Yeah. And
3: there's more information about that.
0: Yay.
4: See, Yay. I also haven't watched. The after episode with Joe McHale. Or after episode. Mm. Information that's
3: in that episode? Yeah. It is not in that episode. It's in the um, TMZ Hulu special. Sweet. Which we're also going to watch. His compound from. was not rated. It was investigated because some tigers that he purchased, Wildlife and Gamer or whatever, was investigating the person who initiated that sale. Okay. So, so
0: Netflix lied to us. Probably.
3: I mean. Yeah. They said it, it was, was rated.
0: Just I guess. Yeah. They were, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we can clear that up in the next episode. Mm -hmm. The next slide on the end credit scene said that 5,000 to 10,000 tigers are living in captivity in the U.S. They don't actually know the number because of the shenanigans that Joe and the Bad Guy Network were up to with all of their um, tiger sales. Fewer than 4,000 live in the wild. And then, of course, it ends appropriately with the music video for I Saw a Tiger.
2: Yeah, so good. Such a good way to end it.
0: Perfect. Absolutely perfect. So, closing thoughts, my friends. Was justice served?
2: No. i nah. we uh, got a lot to talk about here. Yeah. yeah. I mean, all what they showed in, in the documentary, like, 100% he was set up. Yeah. By Jeff and Alan. hmm Which, like, just, Jeff even talked about it. He's like, would he have done all this if I wasn't there kind of pushing him? Maybe not. Is that uh? what's the word he used? Is that um entrapment? Depends on how you look at it. No. Like he's, yeah, says he it. Said, it's like,
3: what? Did I set him up? I don't think so. It's just investigating. Now, to Jeff's credit, all of the, the character witnesses and all of the, the videos and the, the decades of him shooting Carol mannequins in the face, he's not wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, you know, at some point he was probably going to be investigated for it to the point where even before Jeff was involved in the FBI's investigation, the FBI tried to effectively entrap him. Right. So, like... Yeah, yeah, the motive
0: is certainly there.
3: Oh, totally. You right.
0: Know. But whether the actual events went down the way that they're purported to have gone down, I don't think so. It's I don't so, buy it. Right.
4: But they, they did get him on the... I mean, it's pretty clear evidence that he killed those five tigers. Right, yeah, those five know. and
0: then the cub sales.
4: Yeah, I don't know if that warrants 22 years, but... it's because you know, you're not
0: a lawyer. Yeah.
3: I, I think I think those being the bigger charges, the the murder for hire, which was suspect at best, mm-hmm. and the euthanizing of the five tigers illegally, also suspect at best. Mm-hmm. The fact that there was a, a an outcome of guilty, I feel, is wrong. Like nothing is there. Nothing there is provable beyond a reasonable doubt. That number one, he was going to follow through with the murder for hire, and number two, that he didn't euthanize those cats because there was something wrong. Right.
4: I I would argue. I would argue the euthanizing part. That that's pretty clear. He said he did, right on the phone. That's recorded. So that that I would I, but I totally agree with you on the murder right. for hire. I mean, it's pretty. It's you can't prove it beyond a reasonable doubt.
3: Was he found guilty for that? So I don't know because he obviously was initially threatened with the seventy nine year maximum mm-hmm. sentence right. and only got twenty two. they so said he was found guilty
2: of all charges. But was that one that they continued, or did they And I thought you said something earlier about they ended up dropping. Those two charges that had to do with that.
3: I I can't remember what I've said. I shouldn't be held responsible. <laughs> um, she was touching her face. Um, I won't be. I won't be held responsible. Um, we fell in love in the first place.
2: <laughs> Good lord. Yeah. Um, but the whole cup sale thing. Like
3: he's absolutely guilty of that, and that's illegal. Right. But those those seem like fines. Those don't seem like seventy nine years in jail. Right. Well, I don't know what the and. What the, punishment for
0: that is. I feel like
3: but. we can probably all agree that he was certainly not guilty of all 19 accounts of whatever the fuck they threw at him.
0: He was found guilty. I'm looking at a, an article on CNN. He was found guilty for the murder for hire plot and wildlife violations. Interestingly, one count was for selling baby lemurs.
3: Oh. <gasps> James Gerritsen, that son know. of a
2: bitch. Uh-huh. Yeah, see, so I definitely don't agree with him being guilty of the murder for hire thing. Yeah. That doesn't, because he was clearly set up for that. And, and if, like, yeah, the whole – what he said about, like, Jeff called him up and was like, Alan's going back home, give him $3,000 out of the cash register. That seems entirely feasible. Yeah. And then it's like he literally did nothing wrong there with that part of it, like
3: all the other stuff he did with his show and whatnot. Like, But that's not, a you know, an offense. Right, and out of all of the charges, the murder for hire probably carried the heaviest sentence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Likely. Because, as they said, when they're talking to Mario – It's like, well, if you're going to get caught for animal trafficking or drug trafficking, get caught for animal trafficking because it's barely a slap on a wrist or a fine. Mm. So even if all of those charges uh, for the animal abuse and the selling and stuff was legitimate, and granted, we know he was selling animals. Right. (laughs) At no point does he try to deny that. It seems like the sentence would be like maybe a couple years in county Mm -hmm. or a couple thousand dollars in fines. Not 79 fucking years in yeah. prison.
4: Yeah, it seems excessive. Right. Or they threw the book at him,
3: mm-hmm. which is an entire Right. So
0: possible. now, looking at this article, Sarah, I know that before you had mentioned something about the euthanizing of the cats. Is that something different because they are an endangered species? Yeah. It is. Okay. The, uh, the killings, it violates the Endangered Species Act, and because he sold the cats through interstate commerce. Mm-hmm. If he, he said on paperwork that he was donating them or that they were to be used for like exhibition only, mm-hmm. but because he was actually selling them and it was an interstate thing, that's what made it a federal violation. Oh. Gotcha. So it's
3: the same thing as hiring a hooker and saying that you're filming a porn video. Right. Like, yeah, selling this is illegal, but we're not doing that. We're just transacting it in a the same exact way, but calling it something exactly. else. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not following this analogy at all. <laughs> So
0: you've never hired a hooker to make a porno?
3: Yeah, what the f- like?
0: I thought I knew you. How'd
3: you pay for college? <laughs> <laughs> I still am paying. for college. Oh, that's there's a <laughs> <your> problem.
2: <laughs> <Take
4: care. laughs> I am too. <sighs> uh, two more years. Oof. Two. That's it. <laughs> Thank
3: you. Multiply <Yeah. laughs> by that by ten if I'm lucky.
4: Oh uh, yeah, I don't have a master's.
0: Yeah. Actually, yeah. So, so free Joe Exotic.
3: Someone yelled that trump to free him in some like press conference or whatever or asked him if he would pardon Pardon him him. yeah he was like i'll think about it or something like that he's like i don't know who that is but we'll look into it also it the way the the reporter asked it there's something like you're not allowed to ask as far as that goes. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I don't think you're allowed to ask that question in that way, but you did it very creatively, so good job, or something like that. But Did you
4: see Cardi B's for
0: Joe Exotic?
3: Oh, I mean, oh I hope gosh. so. Of that course she would be. I'm on the Nicki Minaj side of that. Oh, uh, so. okay, okay. I don't know what any of that means. You don't. Wow. <clears throat>
0: Um, I think, though, like, it's interesting how many people, you know, you see on Facebook and stuff, the free Joe exotic, whatever, which I agree. I don't think that he should be in federal prison for 22 years for what he actually did. But I think that this really hits at the deeper issue of how totally messed up our criminal justice system is. Like, this is crazy. It's absolutely ridiculous that anyone should do that amount of time for those crimes and even still some people are doing life sentences for like a possession charge right
4: mm. is that you think it's because of that street three
3: strike rule no yeah. it's because of mandatory minimums yeah oh, Okay. That so if true. you are caught you know in any of these particular circumstances it mm-hmm. does not matter the circumstances it carries a minimum sentence of like two to five years that's right so right. if you're caught you know selling something and you have it on you mm-hmm. and they tend to distribute your minimum 15 years mm-hmm. boo yeah criminal
0: right. justice is i mean that's that's like I know, that is a can of worms. Yeah. And that's yeah. a unit that I teach, um, you know, back when I was teaching like a normal person. Um, but I would do an argument unit with my 11th graders asking them if they thought that our criminal justice system was effective and was it ethical. We talk about, you know, what's the purpose, yada, yada, not to get too far into it. But overwhelmingly they realize, no, it's not. And we we punish for things that really the punishments are outlandish to do that and to sentence people to that, that much time for something so minor where why aren't we rehabilitating more Correct. like, you know, give Joe some kind of punishment, some kind of fine. And then he has to have like limited contact with big cats for the rest of his life. Right,
3: And he'd already fucking given up. Yeah, You know what I mean? He already got rid of the zoo. Exactly. Carol had already won against Joe exotic. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, she's driving the knife in at any point just yeah. to drive it in. Cause she's a sadistic bitch.
4: Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, there's kind of no other way to put it. And yeah. I
3: mean, when you're the Mother Teresa of anything, and you got the money behind it, yeah. I could see you going down that path as a supervillain for sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just gonna crush all these people smaller than me, and I'm gonna really twist it in when I finally get my way. Yeah. She's already
2: got the costume. She got that Pikachu costume in her closet. Oh, she oh does! All that print.
0: You mm. know, Howard loves that. Ugh, he's the real answer. Come here, come yes. here. Come here Pika Pika.
3: So, um, here. She's the trainer. 100%. 100%. Do you think she she
4: cosplays as uh, Misty?
3: No, I think she doesn't cosplay as anything but herself.
0: Hey, you cool cat <laughs> um, and kitten. I choose you.
3: I think that those words specifically are all that Howard has won. She chose me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Carol Baskins, uh, when she met Howard, was just driving around in her truck and saw Howard <laughs> crying on a street corner and then put the gun she on her three, passenger seat? She, she
0: did three laps around <laughs> to what get him did. to get into her car.
4: <laughs> she had a bunch of brie and, and champagne in the front seat.
0: Yeah. And
4: said, you hold this so you feel safe.
3: That but is wasn't a dude a gun, that... She had a
2: leash there and was like, you can
3: put this on if you want to ride right. with me. <laughs> Howard Baskins seems like the type of gentleman that not only delights but takes pristine care of every NPR hand and tote bag that he gets from donating. Um, oh my God. Same with PBS. He looks like he fucking eats that shit
0: up. <laughs> That's so specific, but yeah. <laughs> and he carries it with pride. Like, it's because yeah. of viewers like me. Correct.
3: <laughs> I did this. Just walks by kids in a library watching PBS. You're welcome. You're welcome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're enjoying
3: this. I've provided this for you.
0: I'm a winner. Carol said I could say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a
4: winner. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just like a bit in a closet full of tote bags. Yeah. Saying, wait, wait, don't
3: organized. tell me. And yeah. just
0: like, just oh, I love this. <laughs> <laughs> do we want to do the people ranking this time? Yeah. Yeah, I, I so. think you have to. No. I mean,
3: this is, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: This is the rest, last <laughs> regular season. Good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The less regular season game, you know? Okay.
0: So we've got Joe, we've got Jeff, What's we've got the Carol. So for rankings, I've got Joe, Jeff, Carol, James, Josh. So many J names. Yeah. Josh.
3: I don't know. How Baby many, lemurs. How
4: many Breeze? <laughs> how many champagne flutes?
3: Who else? Um, fucking one of the other J names that we didn't mention.
0: John Finley. Yeah, there we go. All right, sweet. <laughs> I will just roll the
3: dice on that. <laughs> so, so there's...
0: There's Joe, Jeff,
4: James, and John. And Josh. Wait, where's who's Josh? He was I mean, the
0: campaign manager, oh, the libertarian.
4: Me. Oh, well, I don't even count him. He, yeah. he was barely in the
3: episode. I think he's it's, an important character. Not in this episode. But not right. in this episode. In, in the I mean, if we're just doing it by episode. Right, yeah, 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 yeah.
4: Okay. Uh I feel like Jeff Lowe is pretty low. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's I
0: would say he's the lowest. Yeah.
3: The lowest? Yeah.
0: I, I just want to like point out that
3: he has not murdered anyone's husband.
0: Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. I feel like Jeff, Carol, and James all suck. Yeah, they suck. For very different reasons, mm-hmm. and maybe they can't all be like tied for last place, but they all need to be towards the bottom, mm-hmm. I would say.
4: I would, I, would, uh, I would agree with that. You know? Yeah.
0: And part of me wants to put John Finley on top just because he endured that tattoo cover-up. Yeah, which it—it's not like getting a tattoo, like once and it hurts. But this is like the second time, over the existing tattoo. Correct. Mm-hmm. Like, ow.
3: Deeper, wider, and longer too. Right. To make sure yeah. that it's covered. <laughs> Ayo. So, good on him. Oh
0: yeah, so well, much shading got on like that.
4: Sixty nine over and over again.
3: Right. <laughs> <laughs> more, a little more
0: trenching instead of a
4: bow.
3: Why not just? Grow out a fantastic bush, get a Merkin, <laughs> right. and just call it a day. <laughs> Good uh, enough. Yeah. They might not have Merkin stores in southern Oklahoma, though. Maybe that could not. be the big issue.
4: He mm. could make it out of cat hair.
3: That's true. And he's been to 38 states. S- somewhere in his travels, he, he probably passed seen a one. Merkin store. Yeah. yeah. Sure. A Merkinah.
0: Mer- Mer- <laughs> Merkina.
4: Yeah, I mean, you could definitely get one that's, like, you know, dyed... Stripes. Stars and stripes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Festive. Yeah. So festive. Like Captain America Merkin. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna put John Finley on top. Yeah. Way to go, bro.
3: For the first time John for Finley on top. For the first time
0: he gets to be on top. Mm-hmm. Yay. John Finley, for number him. one. And then Joe, and then everybody else. Yeah, sucks.
3: then everyone else is just yeah. fucking dirtbags. So yeah. <laughs> Except so Jeff Lowe. Respectful of women. Great <laughs> business partner, easy to work with. Puts his shoulder to the task, you know. Pulls his own weight, hard. yeah, all the
0: time. Yep. Every, yep. Everybody
4: hates me, but I have <laughs> I got beautiful five five curlets <laughs> in the back of my head.
0: Look how they're curllets, Curl- like ringlets, yeah. curlets.
4: Yeah, it's curls and ringlets. Yeah, I love that. Curlets.
3: And this was pretty recent. Like this is 2017, 2018, and the dude has more affliction hoodies and denim jackets than anyone I've ever seen ever
0: so many denim jackets yeah and they're not all the same no how many so do you think they he has? are
3: not he goes over how many he has in the Hulu special oh by the way.
0: sweet okay or let's maybe hang it's, on it's to episode that. 8 okay. with yeah. Joel McHale let's but hang on to that yeah sounds good to me yeah well this is not actually our final episode of the space between presents I saw a tiger because next week we will be covering all of those bonuses the 8th episode on the Netflix special the Hulu special, plus we have a ton of different articles revealing some fun factoids that maybe weren't disclosed in either of those specials, and we're going to cover all that next week. Yeah. So Woo-hoo. stay tuned, yeah. Tiger fans. Rawr. Oh. Yes. Thank you. Oh. There we go. That's great. Sarah. Oh. What? <laughs> it's not time yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, on the Professional Casual Network, we have so much going on with all the other pods. Let's talk about those for a second. you want to talk about what you and Chuck are up to on the Elite yeah. 8 Showdown?
3: So, on Elite 8 Showdown, um, we've, uh, we have a couple episodes in the bag now. They've probably come out uh, by this point at the, at the time of airing of this episode. Um, so, check us out at Elite 8 Showdown. Uh, we've gone through, you know, the greatest cult classic Nintendo 64 game of all time. We've also seen... Who you don't want dating your daughter. And, and the super relatable episode that I feel everyone can relate to is, you know, embarrassing moments in high school as a as a chubby white um boy. <laughs> I love that. You know, my doctor said everyone goes through a phase where they're a chubby white little boy in uh in middle school and high school, and you know, I believed him.
0: Statistically, that's very probable. Right. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> I know I've had many a time when I'm like, God, I just feel like a chubby white boy today. Right. You know? <laughs> uh. Dang it. So we've got that one. We've got, uh, Dan is hosting the Grim podcast of Perilous Adventure. which Gapapa. Gapapa. Which, Tim, you and I are on that. So much fun. Like, just yeah, hang out, roll some dice, do some bad German accents. <laughs> you know, a real play podcast of Warhammer. What's that second edition that we're doing? Fourth. Fourth edition. Fourth
3: edition. Multiple of two. Also features JB and uh, Alex P. Nelson. Alex P. Nelson.
0: What a stellar guy! So yeah. that's a real fun one. If you want to give it a listen, um, we've also go, we've also got Dan's podcast, Big Fiction Energy, where again you and I are in <laughs> on that one. We are just so popular, and oh my we're god. oh my god, Sarah, you're in the presence of greatness, of uh-huh. podcast greatness. Okay, jeez Louise, that one is you know our reading and telling of. The story of Lanny, the girl without fear, which is an original story written by Dan. And that paper book, printed or ebook, is available on Amazon if you want to check that out. And that's Lanny, the girl without fear. We've also got Professionally Asked, Casually Answered.
3: Yeah, the new advice podcast where we answer you, the listeners, hot, burning questions.
0: They are hot and burning. They are. (laughs) Okay.
3: Um, So feel free to email us at theprofessionalcasual at gmail.com. Check out the website, professionalcasual.com. Or on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Shoot us a question. Shoot us a line. What are you talking about? What do you want us to answer? What can we help you with?
0: Yeah. And if there's one thing that I love doing from my seat of privilege, it is giving out advice that I myself will not follow. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Hell yeah! So you know, I'm allowed to do that. Shoot, whatever. That one's really fun too because it's just you know answering questions and giving our feedback.
3: Being the most helpful one could. Yes, I exactly. Think we've we've um, shocked to pod people's lives <laughs> with our. With our advice, <laughs> and we've elevated them to uh, a place where they can handle the things that they need to handle, and they
0: couldn't have done it without us. That's right. Yep. So any of those burning questions, just give it to us. We want it. Hell yeah. We also have just straight up the space between. Yeah. Where last episode you and Dan talked Final Fantasy Seven.
3: Yeah, the which remake. Is a good time. A Final Fantasy Eight episode <laughs> coming soon. Yeah. And uh, I think we'll see a lot more of that. Probably already coming out. To, to get ready for the release of the New Mutants movie, uh, we will be covering the quintessential uh, New Mutants comics that lead up and follow that story. So that sh- movie should be coming out in August, and you can catch episodes up until then, going over the characters, themes, and getting you ready for the movie's release.
0: Yeah, we'll get you primed and ready. Yeah. You know, we're like the fluffers on this one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just sustaining your interest. For yes. as long as possible. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. I'm looking cool. forward to that. That'll be a good one. Uh, big shout out and thanks to Lindsay, who is our editor on most of the podcasts. She does the social yeah. media stuff. She does the website stuff. She does photography stuff. She, she does, does everything. Really. She really does yeah. it all. So big thank you to Lindsay. You. Also, Yay.
3: check out. We have weekly blogs on the Patreon, patreon.com slash professional casual. We're also adding a new tier. If it's not up already, uh, that's a $1 tier and you can be part of the research team for Elite Eight Showdown and have your chance to be interviewed by Big Chuck himself. What? What? Um, ton of great stuff coming out on there. We have Sarah's doodles that she doodles in real time as we record the, record the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a rotation for a weekly vlog, so check out Dan's nerdy news. Check out Charlie's vlogs, too, where he gets really close with a RoboCop pillow as well as <laughs> uh, gets really excited about RoboCop being added to Mortal Kombat 11 you know, then there's some other ones on there too. If you want the best price and way to get spicy chicken nuggets from Burger King, listen, there's no better place than the Patreon vlogs.
0: That's right. And for a dollar a month, you can get on a better tier than the one that's on Alan's face. (laughs) 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 It's an investment. Yeah. So if people want to find us on our website... They just go to professionalcasual.com. Yeah. That's all they've got to do. Front
3: page, the most recent episode of all of our shows. Or you can catch back
0: episodes, too. That's lovely. As well as look at our beautiful fucking faces. God, we're good looking. Hell yeah. For <laughs> real. Yeah, on, you're pretty uh, average. You know. <laughs> oh, You look pretty good behind that shower curtain, Thank i got to say. You. it's yeah. like It's like a really nice filter.
4: Oh, thanks. <laughs> Thank you so much.
0: On our Instagram, Sarah, where can people find you on the Insta?
4: People can find me at Sherbert Shorts underscore six. Um, I do most of my meeting doodles and a bunch of other things and freelance projects I'm working on. So yeah, you can find me there.
0: Nice. I know Dan's on Instagram at I stand three and ours is the professional casual. The,
3: p- the professional the casual the on, profession- on Instagram. Profession- we are professional that- casual everywhere else except the gram word. It's the. A, it's a strong the. Yeah.
0: yeah. Not the. The. Right emphasis. Love it. Where are we tweeting?
3: Top tier casual. Nice. Like if you're looking for like, like an average like bottom shelf or like dollar shot casual, yeah. it's not the uh, place for you. No. But if you're looking for top tier.
0: I'm all about that top tier life. Top tier casual. Love it. We're on the Facebook as well.
3: Yeah, I don't know the actual site I don't for know it. that either. It's I'm a believe. bunch of numbers and
0: shit. Just yeah. look for a professional casual on Facebook. So speaking of social media, all that kind of thing, we need you to rate, review, and subscribe. For this podcast, it helps other people find us. For this episode, instead of ending with a tiger fact, I want to end with a tiger call to action. This episode really bothered me a lot because everyone seems to have the tiger's best interest at heart, but no one's actually seemingly doing anything about it. So I want you, if you care about this cause whatsoever, I want you to donate to the World Wildlife Fund where they are helping tigers in their natural habitats, not ones that were born into captivity here in the States. So let's boost that number of wild tigers from 4,000 to like 4,005. you got to yeah, boost those numbers. Sure. Yeah.
3: That's actually not an awful ratio Small goals. compared to all of these people with these massive foundations that have been taking in millions of dollars for the last, yeah. you know, however long, and uh, the t- population only goes down. Yeah. Just do something to make it go up. We like so, making things go up here.
0: Yeah, so donate to causes that can make that happen, and I'll be proud of you forever. That's
3: a considerable amount of, amount of time. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway. All right, so that does it for us here at The Space Between Presents. I saw a tiger. Thanks for joining us this time, and we'll see you next time for our bonus episode. Bye <laughs> <laughs>
3: Bye. God damn it, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> a special thanks to our sponsor, Bearded Dragon Games in Oneonta, New York, who has gifted us a Catacan Kernel, model to give away to you, our fans. For your chance to win, follow us on Twitter at Top Tier Casual, the Professional Casual on Instagram, or follow the Professional Casual Network on Facebook. You can get an extra entry for each, as well as extra entries for being a background Patreon or leaving a review for any or all of the professional casual network shows on Apple Podcasts. That's up to six additional entries for leaving reviews on each. Also, please give the Bearded Dragon some love on Facebook at facebook.com slash bdcomics and beardeddragongames.com. We will be taking entries up to June 29th at 11 to 59 p.m. A winner will be drawn live on June 30th.